We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Auto, Mike Max, Dave Mona, Sid Hartman to come. Gophers win. Gophers will play for probably a chance at minimum to the Rose Bowl and maybe beyond. Uh, joining us right off the top, okay, we should have him on every, every year during the Purdue week because I always remember the five-touchdown performance against Purdue. But Omar Douglas, you have a son on the team, and you are vested as a Minnesota alum working for Nike, etc. cetera. Uh, since then, he joins us now from Evanston where he watched the Gophers play yesterday. Good morning. Thanks for joining us, Omar. Good morning. Thanks for having me. G- give us your take on where the Gophers are at this year and what you've seen in the last uh, two and a half months as a parent and former player. Gosh, I tell you, it's just exciting to see the progress the team has made. I think obviously everyone knows what's at stake this upcoming year. And I think what's most important, particularly as a parent and an alum, it's been just enjoying the journey and enjoy the moment. I think sometimes we get so hung up on what may be in the future and we forget to enjoy the moment that we're in. And so I'm just excited to see the kids and the team go through it. And I'm excited to see what this means for the fans to just enjoy this journey. Hey, Omar, talk about the recruitment of your son. Uh, how early was Minnesota on them, and what advice did you give him? God, you know, it was interesting. So uh, initially he had committed to Oregon uh, with Coach Helfrich, and then there was the coaching change there, uh, and Willie Taggart had come in. And it was a moment, actually, for Demetrius to step back and think, you know, hey, do I like, you know, how do I feel with these coaches? And at the time, he had been speaking with Minnesota along the way, and obviously, you know, there were the changes there, and Coach Fleck came in and came in really hard with him. And at the end of the day, I stayed as far back in terms of the decision and said, you have to go where your heart is, do your list of pros and cons, and decide on what's right for you and what's important for you. And that was the main advice I gave him and, and, and stuck with it from that standpoint. You know, Omar, the good news, the bad news is he's wide receiver for Minnesota, and, man, are they loaded at wide receiver in Minnesota right now. <laughs> as a football player standpoint, I think a lot of this will come down to Taylor against the Gopher wide receivers next week. But I'm seeing Tanner Morgan throw balls, and I'm going, there's no possible way they can catch that, or there's no way they caught the ball and are still in bounds, and the replay shows that they were. Give me, give me an assessment from wide receiver to wide receiver what you see with this group. The thing I see with this group are a couple things. One, um, people, uh, it, it's really important to run great routes, and, I, and, and I'll think people get a chance to really see that routes these kids run and they are so precise in how they run their routes, how they get off the line of scrimmage. They're so smooth. I think that's where it all begins. And then just the athleticism. Now you see these kids make incredible play after incredible play, and that's just God-given talent. There are things you can coach, and there are things that kids are just uh, gifted with. Uh, and that's the one thing I would say as well. It's just the gifts that these kids have. They're maximizing that and combining that with great coaching uh, to develop their skill in some uh, areas that most people don't see very closely. You know, Omar, we'll come back to the current Gopher team, but we can't let any conversation with you go on very far without talking. You're laughing. People ask me, and I've been watching Gopher football for 100 years, favorite games, and every time in my top five, I say the Purdue game. I don't tell them which Purdue game. They know which Purdue game I'm talking about. I refreshed my memory here. Omar Douglas, eight receptions, 149 yards, five touchdowns, a Big Ten record. What do you remember about that game, except for the Purdue running back having huge chunks of yardage play after play? 
I remember just the back and forth nature of it. And at the time, I wasn't really focused on the touchdowns I personally was scoring. It was more, what the heck is the score? <laughs> and how can we get one more uh, touchdown or one more score than them? Uh, how can we get one more stop than they get? And so at the moment, it wasn't how many touchdowns do I have? It was just about, can we win this game? And then it wasn't until afterwards that it even dawned on me that, hey, is this a record? I have no idea. And when someone told me, I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. So it was more about the team and winning the game and less about myself and my individual um, contribution. But it definitely is something that comes up every time I run into someone. It, it is that game. Douglas against Allstott, they called that yeah. one. It was fun. <laughs> now, Wisconsin. You got a little experience playing Wisconsin. Omar, weren't you on uh, one or are we on both those teams that beat Wisconsin? So, you know, we, we won actually my freshman year with John Gudekins, and then we won again in 93. And I think most people really remember the 93 game because Wisconsin was undefeated coming into the Metrodome, and we, we handled them their, their, their sole defeat. And so, yeah, I was there in 93. I was not there in 94. That's pretty good, though. You won twice, and they won in 94. I didn't realize that. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So it, it, and it's a huge game, and that's one thing I did talk to my kids with, and I'll be honest, you asked me earlier about recruiting advice. The only thing I told Demetrius was the only school you can't go to is Wisconsin. That's the only rule I have in my house. <laughs> Unless that's the only school that offers you outside of that, you are not going there. So that wasn't even on the table, although my wife is from Wisconsin. Mm. She, went, she went to the U of M as well, so that, that was a, an accepted decision in my household. Omar, talk about your recruitment. How did you get to the University of Minnesota? You know, I went to a very small school at – at the time, my school wasn't known for turning out high, uh, college athletes. Uh, since I've left, uh, a few players that you've heard of have come through my high school, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Odell Beckham Jr., but that was years after <laughs> wow. me. And um, actually, it was just by coincidence, a, a coach from a larger school had seen me play and told Bishop Harris, hey, this is kid at Minnesota, at Newman, I'm sorry, that you need to check out. And I was under the radar. There's a lot of pri- private schools, uh, Ivy Leagues, and some other places I was considering walking on. But Minnesota was a school that came in and really recruited me hard and, and uh, fell in love with the place. And, that, and, and that's where I landed. Explain what you're doing today, Omar. So I'm currently working at Nike. I'm a, a vice president of human resources, and I'm working uh, within our uh, operations organization. Um, I've been at Nike for five and a half years, and um, I do a lot of work with leadership development, organization design, um, and things of that nature. So I um, really enjoyed the, the time out in, in, in Oregon. And as you mentioned, I'm actually sitting in Edison now, but I've enjoyed the time in Oregon after being in Minnesota for 15 years. You know, Omar, it's interesting you see you're in human resources because so much of what P.J. Fleck talks about is, is life after the football field. You've had a chance to experience that as a parent. Tell us a little bit about uh, P.J. Fleck, his coaching and the impact it has on the kids and parents. You know, it's, it's the messages that P.J. is focused on, um, and he's really trying to instill in the kids things uh, beyond just the, the game itself. And if you think about future employers, Future employers also want to know about the holistic person. What do you bring to the table? Yes, you need to have a specific skill set for whatever your function of discipline is, but it's also also want to know about the holistic person. What do you bring to the table? Yes, you need to have a specific skill set for whatever your function of discipline is, but it's also what type of person are you? What type of leader are you? What are you doing uh, uh, beyond yourself? So the, the caring and giving and the focus on the community uh, that PJ talks about is really important, and seeing people who are able to care about something beyond themselves is important, as well as being a great team member. The way we work these days, it's no longer just about yourself contributing as an individual, but how do you function within a team? So he truly is giving these kids life skills that are preparing them uh, for the future, and he's really focused on that. I think parents appreciate that. 
the kids may not always have the perspective in the moment, um, but I think over time they begin to understand that and appreciate that as well. Omar, based on that, knowing what you know, you know, some guys get done with their college football and it, it's it's the last hurrah and, and they kind of search in life uh, trying to find something like that and have a tough time being fulfilled again and they bounce around. Others do very well, yourself included in that. What's the missing ingredient? What would you tell that that college kid? Because, like I said, some fast track it and they use football as a a tool to make them better for the rest of their lives, and others kind of look for football again. What would you tell those those kids as they graduate? Yeah, I'd say a little bit back to some of the things that PJ is helping them learn is understand that there's life beyond football. There's something out there beyond just that sport. Your your personal identity has to be beyond your sport. Although you spend a, a significant amount of time practicing and preparing for that, what are you in the classroom? Who are you, you in the classroom? Who are you in the community? And so that when you move on to do a, a, a different profession in a different uh, um, area of life, you're not as hung up on what am I without football. You've already been thinking about that uh, and, and focused on your holistic person. So that's usually the advice I give people. And the other thing is don't stress out about finding your your career passion right out of the gate. I think most adults would uh, also say that very few of us knew exactly what we wanted to do when we were 21, 22 years old. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the uh, the, the finding, self-discovery um, aspect of it. So that's the advice I give. Omar, as we wrap things up here, I realize, I don't know if we said the the score of that uh, 93 Purdue game, it was 59-56 in favor of Minnesota. Uh, after uh, all go for football games, uh, Sid and I used to do the Jim Wacker show here. Jim Wacker was one of the most amazing people I met because yes. so many, so many of those shows were after games in which the Gophers got blown out. He may have been the most optimistic, upbeat human being yes. I've ever encountered. What was it like to play for Jim? You know, Jim, you 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 hit it right on the head. And there was moments where, as a player, you're like, "Why is this guy still smiling? Why is he still <laughs> being positive? Uh, we just lost again." And um, but it was important to have that perspective on life. And that's something that has stuck with me is even in the midst of defeat, you know, your joy should not be taken from you. And I think sometimes we put our joy in some things that, that shouldn't be. It's like, okay, where can I make progress? And there's some things I like about what PJ does as well. It's being focused on yourself, um, internal locus of control in terms of your internal drive. Um, but, you know, Coach Racket was a great guy. Um, and I just appreciate, you know, the, the energy and enthusiasm that he brought to every day and he really enjoyed life every day. So I really uh, take that away from him. I was going to, when we introduced you, I was going to say, Jizo Bizo, we've got Omar <laughs> Douglas just to bring back a memory for you. Yeah, I, remember doing the, I remember doing the TV show with him and on a Monday morning after he'd been blown out by Michigan, we're sitting waiting and it's like, uh oh. And I hear some whistling coming down the hall, and I thought, well, I don't know who that is. Who's coming to the studio? And it was Jim Wacker. <laughs> you know, he was just, he couldn't hide it. Omar, thank you so much. Hope I see you at the game on Saturday. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. Go Gophers. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.